One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Joining me now on Sunday Night Live for uh, the weekly slot we do where we bring in Irish singer uh, and songwriters in to have a quick chat uh, and a bit of a song is <laughs> I want to, I wanted it but it wasn't I was going to say <laughs> Colin Moran yeah. no it's Kieran Moran and uh, you, you were basically you've had that problem before with people calling you Colin and Moran the English I think call it Moran big time yeah a so, lot of people seem to um, yeah I only got called Colin once so uh, that well, was that's a good thing grand, yeah, yeah I do uh, it's it's usually the sore name that the uh, that does catch them, you know. Yeah, because everyone, uh, all I, I find that British people and English people, even generally people outside of Ireland, always called Cormac. I say Cormac. They all put emphasis on the two syllables, Cormac. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Even yeah, the guy they, without getting in trouble, the yeah. guy who voices this show, says yeah. Cormac. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, we we can we can settle it down uh, uh, a little bit. But come here, what part of Dublin are you from? Um, I grew up in Smithfield, not too far oh, away no from where way. we are at the minute. Yeah, so yeah, the inner yeah. city, and then um, yeah, I'm living out in Santry now. Are you living out in Santry? So, yeah, I uh, left Smithfield when I was about fifteen or sixteen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. N- nice house spot now. Now I know it's it's gone through regeneration over the last what what fifteen twenty years. Yeah. It's kind of exploded up and stuff like that. But um, yeah, is Santry? I used to work out in Santry across the road from the. Uh, from the Morton Stadium there right but yeah that, that I'm was, not too far away from oh is that where you are yeah not too far away just down the road from there so I used to work there but um, how long have you been uh, doing this now um, I'm performing since I'm uh, I started writing when I was about 13 uh, I learned the guitar when I was 9 but uh, when you were 9 yeah when I was 9 I was wow. taught by one of my uncles and, oh really uh, yeah he was a fantastic uh, musician he, yeah. he taught a lot of the family music and um, when I was younger I always wanted my brother had played music and I always wanted to play music because he did and um, my um, I I um was on. I play a guitar as well, right? And I learned when I was sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, and it happened because we were on a school tour in like third class or third year, and uh, one of the lads had a guitar, and I was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> I just love yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. And my mom, because uh, you know the way you go through phases when you're a kid of being into things for a week and then not being into a- anything, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I was into karate one week and boxing the next yeah. week, and now <laughs> it was so. it, now it was guitar. And my mom was like, I'm not buying you a guitar, right? So I had to hound her and hound her for for months. It got to the point where I started trying to teach myself guitar by using the TV 
remote control <laughs> from the front room that had kind of buttons on it that I was kind of trying to use as strings yeah. and trying to learn the chord shapes. And when she saw me doing that, she was like, okay, now you're just being weird. We'll get you a cheap guitar out of yeah. Argos and, yeah. and, and you can go nuts. But starting writing songs at 13, or no, so you're learning at nine. Yeah. And writing from 13, I mean, that's... that's yeah, I was I, when I was younger, I used to go to a youth club. Um, yeah, this, yeah. this club every Saturday. Um it was in the for inner city kids and yeah. something to do every Saturday and there was a guy there, Ray Corcoran and he um and Colin Querney, they got me in to start writing my own songs and yeah. I kind of enjoyed doing it. It was like being able to tell your story to people yeah. through a different form instead of instead of actually speaking, you yeah. know. Um and then from then on it's I I've been doing it. Um I played in bands and things like that, but this uh, my own solo stuff I'm really only doing the last two years where I'm pushing it and I mean it's i I can imagine it is one thing going from the comfort of security a little bit of a band and uh, mm. that everyone's kind of carrying the performance, everyone's carrying the songs, yeah. and now you're out on your own. And Most it's like definitely, all yeah. eyes on you, sir. Yeah. But can you remember the first song you ever wrote? Yeah, I can, yeah. Um I remember writing it and I think it was the, I remember the words of it were really, really bad. It was something <laughs> like when I was older I wanted to drive a helicopter and something <laughs> rhyming with that, wherever it was, but um I, I it was that bad I don't remember it now, just in case you're gonna ask me to play. <laughs> I was like live now yeah. for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, no, I, on Sunday night live. But when I was younger I used to I, I there was something that I when I was writing, I was writing about things that I shouldn't have been writing about, or or anyone else at the the, the same age wasn't writing about. You what do you mean? Um, I used to write about what it's like when when you used to live in. I used to do some small gigs and things like that when I was younger, and just say going into fourteen and fifteen, and um, you'd see things on streets like homelessness and all yeah. the, these kind of things, and I I'd write about them kind of things instead of writing about the the helicopters and all that, you know. So, um, <laughs> you've gone away from your I, roots, I man. Used to be about the, helicopters, and yeah. now you're about serious social issues you're That's seeing it, yeah, growing it up. Was, yeah, it was more just a thing that I I kind of wrote on what I saw, you know, and yeah, and I'd never change it. It's uh, it's something that. I thought was a good experience for me and, yeah. and good to be able to learn about them kind of things at a young age, at such a young age. You know? I mean, you got to start somewhere. Like uh, Ruth Ann, who was in with us a couple of uh, weeks ago, who's another Irish singer-songwriter, she her, said her first song that she wrote about was uh, based off an EastEnders episode. So it was meaningless and nothing and didn't. So it's obviously, yeah, you got to start somewhere and yeah. evolve into... Uh, um, what you did so when did you start writing those more let's say serious songs when you were what, 14, 15, 16 I remember I was about 14 and um, I had a neighbour that lived close by and I remember he was um, he was he was a, he had an addiction yeah. and I remember always thinking about I, w- I was wondering what he was doing when I was at, like when I was at home I was thinking what would he be doing now you know or yeah. when I was lying in bed would he be lying in bed or would he be out doing doing whatever he's doing you know Yeah. Um, so I wrote this song called Back Where I Began and it was the story of him trying to um basically get his mother back to listen to him and things like that and uh yeah it was a, it was a really um raw and kind of deep that, shit man yeah, for a was, teenager yeah. you know it was, what I mean? yeah. it, it was what went on and yeah. any, anyone that was my age around that time and area and that it, it would have been the same kind of thing you know and a lot yeah. of the areas in Dublin and it's just the truth it's not a case that it's something that <laughs> you can't put out yeah. fluffy pop about yeah. how sunshine Indeed, and roses exactly, everything yeah. is yeah, yeah. and, it, and it, it relates to people from there and that's who you want to you want to kind of attract your own people first and then you can yeah. broaden off yeah, that yeah. you know and I think there's there's a lot of play you know people will start like that you know uh, you, you kind of nearly remind me of, of a way like Damien Dempsey a lot of his stuff is 
yeah. stuff off the streets, basically. Jamie Dempsey's a big, a huge influence to me like, for, brilliant, for isn't my he? music. And a lot of the stuff that I, I write about is, is similar in a sense, but he's fantastic. Um, the, the stuff he writes about is what... I, yeah. I, I would write about and what I probably went through or what someone yeah. else would have but from Donamede or City Centre yeah and have, have you gone to any of his gigs I had to went to a couple of Damien Dempsey gigs I was honoured to support him I'd done a tour with Damien Dempsey because I knew you did uh, you were touring with Aslan this year but you went out with Damien yeah I'd done a tour around um, are you bastard I'd done it around <laughs> Ireland with Damien Dempsey in fact when I was 14 I was telling you the, the, yeah. the guy that got me into songwriting was a, a man called Ray Corcoran he introduced me to Damien no Dempsey no way he was friend of him at the time and uh Damien Dempsey when I was 14 I'd done a gig in Whelan's as no an opening act yeah. um, and then after that a couple of years later I released this song in 2016 it was um, I done one about 1916 yeah. and I had sent it on to Damien Dempsey yeah. and he said oh I really enjoy it or whatever and I went out and done a tour room and I remember being out we were up in Donegal doing a, it was his No Force and Air tour and we were in Donegal yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember him asking me, "Was I doing many gigs?" And I said, "This is one of the first gigs <laughs> I'm at the doing in about six years." <laughs> so um, it went really well. Thank Tell God. him that but after I, the gig. Yeah, yeah, that's what, what I mean? was saying. I say when I done the sound check, I was saying he's probably gonna have someone on call. You know, yeah, to Hey, listen, pal, you just keep the guitar back here. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But, but no, um, um, they went good. They were. I was. I was kind of. Um, inexperienced in the sense yeah. of live performance on my own, but the, I, I kind of. I got by them and um, they went really well his, his crowds in Dublin anyway I've seen him in the Drake and a couple of times in Vicar Street and they're you know, the crowds worship him yeah. because he's talking yeah. he's, he's talking he's to real, them you know? directly and uh, they're like we I had, didn't go last year I don't think I went the year before but it's, it's like a Christmas thing that we do me and my mates we, we always go to Demo on because yeah. he does 25th, 6th around yeah, the, the Christmas time so I, in fact I think he was playing he's around this time of the year again again yeah, four or five yeah. Months, no? I think they're all sold out um, yeah. as well but his gigs are unbelievable yeah. like they're, they're, and it, it just the, the raw emotion it's the closest thing I have been to, or to experience like a spiritual enlightening yeah. gig yeah, it's definitely, just yeah. so hard yeah. to describe what those gigs are like but they're so raw and so oh, powerful and unbelievable sometimes I do play his music if I'm at we'll say so you're having a couple of drinks and you'd stick on his music yeah. and people would be enjoying it and that and I'd just say yeah like if you enjoy that now, ah. seeing them live is, is completely different. It's, it's a different experience. It's you know? it's it's insane, um, yeah. and it's it's amazing that you've gotten to, to support him because I imagine being on that stage in front of his crowd, his yeah. crowd are amazing. Because I know a guy who supported him as well a few years ago, Paul Allright, Little Dialect. Yeah. He's kind of a more of a yeah, rapper I kind know of guy. Him. Yeah, I know. I know and him, yeah. um, I just remember thinking, how is this going to go in front of his crowd? Because it's a little bit different to go from you know Irish rap and hip hop, which is which I think yeah. Paul does it really well. There's still a little bit of a not animosity. People haven't taken to it full yeah, full tank yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not not broadened yeah. yet. And he came out, and the crowd were just yeah loving. Yeah, and it was I electric. Think they, like Damo has that kind of um, that word style as well as when you listen yeah. to Likens of Patience and things like that from Damien Dempsey. Yeah, it, great it, it gives you a kind of uh, not an Irish rap, but it, that kind of the the raw. And I think what what those kind of some of the like what what Paul and a few others write about is kind of similar enough grain to what they do. And and like yourself, so it's, it's an amazing to see another person yourself. Following in the footsteps Thank of you, a legend yeah. like 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 Damien Dempsey, you know what I mean, yes. and um, hopefully soon as well we'll see yourself Christmas Vicar Street selling yeah. out gigs. Yeah, I understand it's incredibly difficult as a solo artist on your own to be doing everything because I imagine you're the, have to look after the creative side and write out your music. You have yeah. to produce that afterwards. You have to get yourself in a recording studio and figure that out, and that's not even half the work then yeah. because you have to come into stations like FM One Hundred Four and plug your music, which Indeed, is another. Yeah. 
kicking the hole but you've had a, you've had a good year there was gigs at Electric Picnic there was uh, gigs with Aslan I mean it must have been great touring with them as well like yeah, the lads are it, that, that, that's a completely different experience again um, I was really I, I was blessed to be able to get I, I done Vicar Street um, around this time last year the, the end of December Yeah. and um, they had invited me down to do a couple of dates on the tour ah, amazing. Them, and I, I had managed to get the Olympia Theatre last year I done it in March and that was that they they were completely different. Um, they they were unbelievable. Um, the lads are unbelievable. Oh, they're, 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 and that 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 venue, the Olympia, like we do the the F one of the gig is every yeah. year at the charity gig there, and, and a lot of the guys come down. But it was my first time on stage at the Olympia, yeah. and you don't realize if you're in the crowd how on top of you. Yeah, the crowd so is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. like the, all of the seats. It looks like it's huge when you're up in the top rafters or whatever, or the yeah. upper circle, whatever it is. But it, they're, it's it, they're, it's so yeah. close. Yeah. You I, was, what it I, is. I was with my partner down in um, the Olympia there yeah. a couple of months before that. We went to see Lucas Graham. Oh, daddy. And I remember being in the venue when we managed to get to the after party and things like that. And I was saying, this is probably the best experience. And this was watching the, watching yeah. the gig. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was the best experience I had in, in terms of gigs and things like that. And then a couple of months later, I was offered to do it, especially, and it was the day before, I think it was the day before Paddy stayed on it with them, so the crowd was crazy, yeah, the weekend yeah, was crazy, yeah, so we, yeah. we, we had, but the, the Aslan lads have are, have given me um, tons of opportunities, yeah. and uh, I couldn't be more grateful for them, you know. And I, they, they are sound like that, and there is a good few, you know, I think Irish musicians, a lot of them, not that they look after each other, but I think they understand when you start now. Yeah. Uh, and if they see a talent that they like a talent that they'll do what they can to Indeed, yeah. g- give a hand up because it's uh, uh, yeah it's tough I think it's yeah, tough for a lot of is. creative it's, artists and there's so many doing the the same thing to be to be kind of picked out of a hat in a sense yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah, I, yeah. To be, to, in, for that it's it's a different experience but um, the lads of Aslan have, when they gave me different dates after Vigor yeah. Street it just it, it was something like I was thinking that this could be anybody if I wasn't doing this tomorrow with somebody else you yeah. know so the opportunities they've given me has been unbelievable and you got to grab those opportunities by Indeed. the by the balls yeah. <laughs> when they yeah. come up and no, go I in. love them I, I, I really enjoy yeah. um, the Aslan gigs because I've went to see a lot of people live and you see them a couple of times and you kind of get a bit like, you know after a while you get not fed up but if you're seeing them all the time same thing Aslan, over and over again Aslan yeah. it's completely different I was yeah. only saying to Billy of Aslan a couple of months ago in Trotter I was saying every time I see them doing a sound check it's like the first time I heard them. And yeah, they've been one of my favorite bands since yeah. my child. So yeah, yeah no, yeah. They're, they're they're brilliant. You're gonna play one of your own songs now, and we yeah. obviously have to big up yourself. We've been talking about yeah, the Irish greats. We know all yeah. the Irish greats. Happy days. Kieran Moran though is the gentleman who's in the studio with me now. What is your Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, where people can c- connect with you? You can find me on Facebook dot um, com forward slash Kieran Moran Music. And you can find me on Instagram at Kieran Moore Music as well. Um, I don't really use Twitter that much, but I know, yeah, you it's, just kind of have to have one on the profile. You do, you know? yeah. So you got to let people I'm find still you. Still trying to figure out how to use it. So yeah, everywhere and everywhere, or everywhere and anywhere as well. So you're going to perform your latest single, which has just been released recently, called "Follow Your Soul." So Kieran Moore, thank you very much for coming in. Take it away. Thank you. you now cause I'm wondering if you're sleeping or if you're even breathing and have you figured out why you planned on leaving I never knew just how you were feeling 
When I walk down the road and it's cold outside There's another helpless soul with teary eyes And I realize And I know that you're there after all you've done Even though sometimes I was in the wrong But you're gone Follow your soul And follow your leader And do what you dreamed of Or did you follow your goals I know you're looking down all those who around you, all those who want to And though it's not my choice, I can't tell you what to do Because you left us all too soon When your little one cries, she shouts and roars Say daddy's gonna come with your toys, but she knows Waiting for you to come walking in But she knows Did you follow your soul And follow your leader And do what you dreamed of Or did you follow your Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.